What's going on? This is Ori Styler, and this is the No Escaping This podcast. No escaping this. No escaping. No one's ready to deal with us. Got a guest with me today, good friend of mine, very, very intelligent guy, inspirational guy, and um, do you know what? Someone I need to speak to, I think we all need to speak to at times like this for multiple reasons, especially if we're looking at how our finances are going to be in the next few months, in the next few years. <laughs> We're looking at lockdown. We're looking at we're looking at everything that's going on in terms of uh, well, what's going on in the United States uh, in terms of our people worldwide, black people worldwide. We need to maybe have a good look as to how we're going to approach the next coming months. So, how can I not give a good shout out and a good phone call to my guy Emmanuel Asuqua? Did I say that right, Asuqua? No, you done well, man. You will get into Wakanda, one hundred percent. You are accepted. <laughs> Is you it Asuqua? Well. Did I say it right? Yeah, you've done well. It's a sequel, yeah. It's a sequel. I, just, see, I just, I just, just E-Man is what I call you, bro. A sequel. <laughs> I know that's the, I know you've done well. Yeah, you know I mean, I know that's the name, but you know when you're like, I look at it and I'm like, I want to make sure I get that part correct, a sequel. But yeah, yeah, we got that there, man. We got that, we got that. So listen, you're a, you're a financial advisor and um, you're, you're uh, let's just throw this out here. You're now an influencer, bro. <laughs> I don't even know about all that stuff. You're an, bruv, you're an influencer. You're on social media uh, to make sure an influencer, especially with the deg- the numbers you got following you, which is decent. Well yeah, done yeah. on the well done on the 12k plus now. And uh, no, I appreciate that, man. Nah, that's cool. And also because people listen to you for advice and information. Now, firstly, let's let's just delve in. Let's delve into into a couple things real quick when it comes to finances. Why? Why? I mean simple question why is it important that we have to get these things in check oh it's a good question i think simple to keep it as as simple as possible i think is so important because a lot of the way the world is run and the way the world works comes from the financial power Mm. and so we by not getting our money right not using it right not working with it in the correct way actually it actually works against us and it means that we're not as powerful and therefore when certain people in power feel that they can mistreat us or not listen to us because we don't have that financial backing and power and importance to them. Yeah, yeah. I think we've seen a lot of that in the last few weeks. Boy, we've seen (laughs) power being abused by those who have got money definitely in the last few weeks. Yes, it's been it's been crazy to think that. See, we look at a lot of these things as they're political, or they're or it's to do with um, mm. racism, or it's to do with uh, an in like an, an infrastructure built upon looking at others and going, "You are lower than us." And there is a, a degree of that when it comes to people yeah. looking at color, but there's definitely classism and financial divides that allow people in power to keep with up up with their foolishness and. Mm-hmm also to keep us down and you're right i we spoke about it. you was on my show on my, on my show on bbc radio london yesterday we was talking about being able to create a certain understanding and of wealth wealth not necessarily being yes. money but to mm. but the, the the knowledge and that knowledge is also good to be able to accumulate money and to accumulate yeah. uh status and power so you can uplift your people yes it's, it's... And, and I think it's so important. You said something so deep about the system, especially in the UK. The UK will always say, you know, we're not racist. We are one of the first to abolish racism. 
worldwide and forget the empire and so forth. But mm. they'll talk about that. But, but what they won't talk about the fact is that the system is in the UK is based on class. Okay. And so what happens is, is when we mention racism, they'll say, but they are poor white people. They'll say there are white people that go through the exact same thing. Yeah. So we can't be racist. The thing is, though, is, and that's their kind of get out of jail card, um, is that, you know, there are other other white people that suffer and so forth. So it, it can't be about racism. It's about, you know, opportunities or people not working hard enough or people not, not taking the opportunity that they have. And then obviously, but we see it in, in every aspect. And I mm. always talk about the main. When we, we look at education, we see that, you know, black black especially black boys, are more likely to be expelled from school for the, even though, even if white boys have the same reason, they're more likely to be given a chance that black boys are not given. Yeah, of course. We look at, we look at prison and we see, we see people are more likely, to, more likely to go to jail if you're black than if you're white, even for the same crime. Yeah. It's, we it's... then look at in the workplace and we see that you're more likely to be promoted if you're, or get a job, even get an interview if you're white, if you're white, then if you're black, it's horrible, man. And then we, look, and then we look at finance. And even in my industry as a financial advisor, what we will say is that you have to have a certain amount of wealth, a certain amount of money, before we'll help you. Well, we know that people from certain backgrounds won't have that, mm. so they'll stay in the regions that they are. But they'll say it's based on a level of money, not based on a color. But we know that when, but when you put that that level of money, we know who's the majority of people that don't have that and who won't get the advice that they need and support that they need. See, many of us would look at that and go, that's systematically them trying to say, look, we're going to promote people who don't look like you. We don't want you to have the access and ability to be elevated yourself. I mean, there's many of us would look at that and go, yeah, that, that's been happening for a while, but why? Mm. And the why is literally... I don't even want to focus on, on, on the why because in my head, the why is evident. It's like it's 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 infrastructure <laughs> built. Brother, we know in it. We're looking at them. We know that they're just no. looking, thinking we're not worth a damn. And I mean, you, you used to be property before you were a person to us in our history. But Come now on. you want to be seen as a person. All right, we're going to make it harder for you to be seen level with me. So I'm going to promote people that don't look like you before I promote you because why would I want you to have access to finances, access to wealth? Because that I know as, as I mean, historically, remember, if you think about it, right, we are, we're 400 years um, with history, which hasn't, which has had us as be slaves, as be, as be um, servants. We've been people that have been trying to just get by without others looking at us trying to kill us because they didn't like the way that we looked. We are only, if you're looking at the 1960s majority of the world, and there's still places around the world that have got slavery going on, but in the 1960s, we're looking at that kind of time as to when they were like, you know what, we will allow you to work and we will allow you to gain knowledge that is almost fair with us. We know it's really not, but almost fair with us. And I mean, and that's, that's we're, we're what? in 2020 so that's what 60 odd years just just nearly 60 years that we've been allowed we've been allowed to gain access uh to what is supposedly supposed to be equal opportunities whereas you're looking at a class of people that have had hundreds upon hundreds of years to be able to understand just how deep rooted power is connected to things like financial wealth and access and access to that wealth as well so it's and, and it's, it's mad, bro. And the thing is, is that what they do is, and the, their biggest fear to me, the way I see it is, 
is that if they allow us, if we, with what we've achieved, with the little that we've got, if they allow us to take more power, they are afraid that we will overtake them and then do to them what they did to us. <laughs> could, you ima- they, could you imagine? That's like that noughts and crosses on BBC. Could you imagine? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I feel like that's their fear. I feel like that's their fear. I feel like they really feel like actually we can't allow allow it. And remember, when we're talking about in 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 numbers, as people, black people, we produce. Oh, we, are, we are yeah. we are we are kids. We have multiple kids. <laughs> whereas <laughs> whereas our counterparts are actually reducing in number. Yeah, they're actually true. having less children. Mm. And so soon it will get to the point where there will be more actual more black people on this planet than white. In, in 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 key countries, and I and I feel like that's their fear. Do you know what? If that happens, I want. Do you know what? If that happens, and it could be, it could not be my generation, but it might be the next one or the one after that. You know what? I want to be ready, bruv. I want to be able to start some stuff now. That if that happens, that they're. I'm not trying Come to. I, I'm not here trying to push the idea of enslaving anybody. I would of love course. for equality out there, but for us to be, for us right now to, it's the way I see it. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a race. For us to get to the finish line at the same time, us as black yeah. people who are quite uh, who are behind need to run double yeah. as fast just to catch up. So we have yes. to get things in place from now rather than no. later on. So this, I mean, exactly. do you know, do you know who inspires me when I when I look at um, how Atlanta in Georgia how they've yes. set themselves up, bruv? Oh my Ooh. god, they are a, literally yeah. Atlanta. And I spoke to my mom about why, but we'll, we'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Atlanta is a place where you you go there and it is full of black people, and they Come on. a lot of them, if not if not the majority of them, have their things set up: barbershops, yep. churches. They've got banks. That's an important one. Banks mm-hmm. able to give out loans to people so they can set themselves up to gain access to wealth and build fr- yep. financial freedom and sustainability. And that for exactly. me. When I look at Atlanta, I'm like, yo, I would love to see that happen here. But you know, and this is, uh, I mean, I'm going to go into so many bits here, but real quick, the one of the things that um, I think is interesting, why I think that happens in Atlanta that doesn't happen everywhere is Atlanta. Mm. Now I could be very wrong in this. You tell me what your view is on this one. In Atlanta, when you see black people there, they, they, it starts with the mindset. The black people there know they are all one black people. When you see yeah. some here, because we are so much more closer in terms of our generation to our diaspora, i.e. You're, you yeah. are, Ni- are you Nigerian? Yeah, my parents are Nigerian. Yeah, yeah. Your parents are Nigerian, mine are from the Caribbean. Because we, in our mind, we're like, we're, we are British because we're here. Yes. But, but I'm really, I'm really Caribbean, isn't it? And you're really, yeah, you're really this, Nigerian. You get me? Really common. That's how we were raised. That's what we were raised. This is what, Examples, exactly. The, the, the traditions, they're all like we we could be British when we're outside, but we know when you get in when you get house, in the household, we are well, exactly so because of that attachment to our diaspora, which I think is great to understand the culture. But when it comes to uplifting yeah. your community that you're in, so me being British, I have to forget yeah. that there is a divide, which there is a divide yeah. between Caribbeans and Africans, and go no 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 no. When we're here. Because we're only like 11%, when we're here, we're not splitting it to like 5% Caribbean, 6% African. We're black. We need, yes. that, we need that 11% to come together as black yes. and say, as black, we're going to do stuff that's going to build mm. black people. Not, oh, we're going to try and just build the Africans and build the... Because we need numbers. So I think... No, it, do you see what I mean? I think in Atlanta, they've come to a point where they all know, because there is a bigger distance between them and their diaspora, 
they're, like their 400 years of slavery before it got they got brought over to parts yeah. of, of the states. So they're rooting. If they look at their great great grandparents, they're probably from the states themselves. Yeah. They're, exactly. they're they're able to just go. We are all one people. Where we there is a mentality yes. that we may have to get rid of, which is even though we are we are proud of our heritage when we're here we're black and we need to we need to look at each mm. other and say hey let's come together and unite as a team and let's let's start to develop rather than just think let me stick with my caribbean community let me stick with my yeah. african community and then you get some that may not know their own and go well i'm just british in it and that's like almost come three on. divides we don't we don't want that we we need we need to be able to come together at a time like this to go all right how do we now build up ourselves as a community and, and start to build access to what we deserve. Do you see what I mean? Exactly. No, definitely. And I think with Atlanta, the big thing about Atlanta for me was when, when I when I was speaking to my friends that went over there, they were like, they've got the celebrities, they've got people in Atlanta Oh, doing the that, groundwork. Doing stuff that are not, that no, that nobody knows outside. Mm. But they're still millionaires off the back. Just, and this is the power of when you spend and believe in your own you don't need others. So you're only known in Atlanta, but that's still enough for you to be a millionaire. Mm, mm-hmm. Do you understand? That's yeah. like, imagine being only known in, only known in East and, and then all of a, and all of a sudden, because enough people in East know, buy into what you're doing and your products and what you're selling, you're able to be, attain wealth from that. Yeah, that's true. Could you imagine that? Be, like, if you're known in East and being a millionaire and that's your home. So you, you run, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of men we know, like I'm, I'm Northwest. So there's a, there's, I went yeah. to, what I go to today, I went to Blue Mountain Peak, which is a shop in Halsen to get my planting or tain, depending yeah. on how you want to describe how you want to say it. I went to go get yeah. my bits and pieces, and like I bumped, I came out the shop, and I know one one girl I bumped into who I know from long time from gym. Oh, what's going on, dude? Mm-hmm. And so on, and then she pointed out that someone saw me on the bus, was tapping the window to get my attention, and I was like, oh, just waving, waving, and someone else drove. That was a ticket man walked past me. Oh, Ori Styler, what one? And I know. That's because I've, I'm from this area and I, as a comedian, yes. there's going to be people that go, yeah, he reps our area. But my bank balance yeah. is not a milli because of that. So yeah. <laughs> I know I have to spread out further than just my ends of to be course. able to make things work, which makes it harder. So it's, it's almost like, how do you fight? I mean, Atlanta's a big place. How do you unify us? How do you unify us so we can get that that access? No, no, sorry, not that access. That, that ground where we can now be part of those individuals that can live off of our own people from one from one bigger place like london or like the uk for example do you it's it's because atlanta's big you can run a chain of barbershops yeah. and and you have six like killer mike has got like six shops like yeah. spread not like not close yeah. to each other you have to go to different parts of, of atlanta to go to get to them. So you're going to go to one close to you yeah How, i mean is that even possible <laughs> no i hear you and I think, obviously, we're much smaller. I mean, look at the size of the UK compared to, do you know what I mean? Some of the mm. states are bigger than, do you know what I mean? England and so forth. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, but it's an example of, but imagine, like, if we as a people amongst ourselves, and this is what we talk about when we talk about, when we, like I was saying yesterday, about other communities. Yeah. Like, there are, if we had, if we really had our things set up properly, we would purpose, we would make sure that, you know, we, we filled the chain with businesses yeah. all around, We'd look at what bit, where are the gaps? Where right now, where are the things that we when, when we want to buy, we can't buy it black at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we would say, okay, cool. 
Let's go create that business. Let's go put money behind that. Let's go invest in that. Do you know, like, do you know what I mean? We do our, we'd be able, if we had a real community, we'd be able to do our own dragons then and say, look, these are, these are the businesses that are stepping forward. Which ones do we believe in? And we're going to support them. And we're going to go there. And we're going we're gonna to drive an extra half an hour to go down there, even though we've got this local, but we understand what we're doing by doing that. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I respect that. Now, and now I feel like the only way we can get there is when we get out of the trap that they put us in and making us feel like because it's so hard to get there that really and truly we should only focus on ourselves and our family. This is the biggest misconception. The biggest, we always feel like, oh, you know what? Me, I'm just looking off, as long as I look after my family, my friends and that. That's all that, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the kind of mindset that we have. But when we understand that our growth and our benefit and the benefit for our generations to come comes from us all working together and us all winning and us all investing in each other. Yeah, then that's, where, we that's where we can really start. start yeah. So, all right, let's, you, you know, finances, you know, you know about yes. developing wealth or, or at least getting your, getting your house and getting your people in order. For, I yes. mean, we're looking at America right now. We know that yeah. there's frustrations. We know that there is uh, like uh, anger and rage towards the system yeah. that hasn't looked out for us. So we after after the rage has is not died down. The rage will be there, but after the protesting mm. has slowed down because people have to have to go to another stage of building themselves up. Yeah. What what yeah. are the steps? What is it that the that black people, not just in the states but worldwide, need to do to be able to build that that community or that that that's that have that setup where we have power and access yeah. to wealth that we don't have to rely on a system to look out for us and we can start to to be our our, our own system that can look after look out for each other how what's the what's the what's the steps we need what's the foundations first yeah i've got i've got a few steps but before i get in there i've always wanted to ask you something go ahead like obviously we see what you're doing the way you talk the way you use your platform and everything like that yeah but you're like you you originate as a as a comedian, but yet you're like you know you remind me. I always I always say this to, to my people like you remind me of a of a of a Kevin Hart like the UK a UK Kevin <laughs> Thank Hart. Thank you, where appreciate he, that. He, he's extremely funny on stage and does that, but it's, he can still be extremely intelligent and political and so forth. Yeah, yeah. How do you balance? Because obviously you're a comedian at heart. You're still gonna crack your jokes and and do your thing and do it the way you do it. But then at the same time you've got now this like movement where you will have people that will look to you like you said in your area you're still in your area where you grew up like and look to you and say what does Ori have to say because Ori's on the big BBC and doing the do you see what I'm saying no what, I get you how so do you balance okay so uh I I there are several types of comedians that some that just do one-liners some that go on stage because they just want to be shocking uh I would mm. like I know that in my comedy for a while I've always been kind of a storyteller that also has a point to make every time I, yeah. I say something. So if I'm talking about relationships, I'm trying to enlighten you to a, to a perspective. If I'm talking about working with with people, I'm trying to enlighten you to a perspective. If I'm talking about mm. um, like children or families, I'm yeah. trying to enlighten you to a perspective. It's not just where's the funny, it's what's the message. And that's one thing yeah. that um, Dave Chappelle said this, right? It's, it's um, the when he found out that he is a great when he sorry leveled up as a comedian was when another comedian of his yeah. said to him it was uh keith 
I can't remember the surname. A, com- a comedian of his, who's a friend, sorry, a friend of his, who's a comedian, said to him, "It's all great being funny, but mm. wait, was it Kevin Hart that you said it to or Dave Chappelle? I think it was Chappelle. It's all great being funny, but what is it that you're saying on that stage? Who, mm. who are you? Talk like who are you? That like, we we came to see you be funny, but who are you? What do you believe mm. in? What are your morals? What are your values? What is it that you mm. do and don't like?" And I think that it's yeah. the reason why I, on my platform it's easy to do that is because when you're, when you find out that there is entertainment and comedy and, mm. and comedy value in everything that is actually going on and the real stuff that's going on with you, and you can then bring that to stage, people receive it better. I mean, you've bruv, yeah. you've done talks before, you know, when you talk when you're talking yeah. and or you even go to a talk and you hear someone who's just giving you facts and figures and it's boring and you're like, ah, oh, shut mm. up, man, come on. But then if you get somebody, or even in church, you get a preacher who can front two, yeah. two joking there as well. And you're like, I'm yeah, engaged yeah. with this guy. So it's, yeah. it's been able to use that platform and do so. So for me, um, I think I think if a lot of comedians that you find are, are damn intelligent. I mean, even if you look at the talk show hosts, the big ones around the world, you had Letterman, you had Jay Leno, yeah. you had, um, in this country, uh, Graham Norton, Jonathan Ross, yeah. all these men are originally stand-up comedians. That's what, yeah. they, that's what they studied in. To be a comedian, it kind of develops your confidence on stage to have to, to put yourself in a, in a position where people are ready to not like you, but you say, I'm gonna mm. make you laugh. That confidence allows you to get comfortable with expressing what your truth is. And once you can express mm-hmm. your truth, you can start to express the truth. D.L. Hughley, one of the most, yeah. con- like he, yeah. he is straight to the point with what he believes. And I love that about yes. him. Yet he is damn intelligent. You watch any of his stand-ups, he is yeah. intelligent, but he knows how to turn it into humor. And I think, yeah. um, I like the fact you said that Kevin Hart, because Kevin Hart also is very funny and silly on stage. But when you yeah. talk to him off stage, there is a very oh. deep, powerful kind of yeah. character there that is all about um, taking responsibility for things that you have or do around yourself, what it means exactly. to really be a part of a family, what it means to run a business. And that's why he's one of my favorite yeah. to follow. He's one of my favorite to follow when it comes to him talking in interviews, more so than him on stage. I find him much more inspirational when you talk to him in interviews because he will tell oh, you definitely. some gems. Some real gems. Yeah. And I think that's why, for me, um, it, it's something I enjoy. I love podcasting because even though I could be funny on a podcast, when people try to be too funny all the time, it, it doesn't come yeah. across. Me and you having this conversation no. now, people will listen thinking, all right, I'm expecting some funny, it will come. But the fact that the episode is based around developing black wealth and understanding yeah. access to it, I'm going to be informed. And if you can do both at the same time, which I guess we do on podcasts yeah. and the radio show and even on stage, if you can do both at the same time, that's why, that's my lane. So yeah, there are going to be people oh, that, in my community that look at me and go, what do you have to say? And sometimes, yeah. sometimes I, I haven't formulated my words when it comes to stuff. And other times I have and I'm yeah. ready to speak. But I like the yeah. fact that you can come to me and ask me that. And I could also say something can be funny around it so you can digest what it is I am saying a bit better and more. Yeah. No, definitely, man. I, I I like that, man. I appreciate. We we appreciate you. Ori. Thank we you, sir. You, man. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. But yeah, yeah, it's not. But it's it's not question, about me. Yeah. yeah, back to my question. What about? So what? What are the steps? We're trying to develop some wealth in in amongst the black community because we want access to power. We want access to yeah. to self sustainability and security, and we want the ability to turn around to people and say, though you want to keep us down and put your foot and knee on our necks, we have a structure 
that allows mm. us to, to, to put ours back on yours where it hurts. And nine times out of 10, that's the economy. If you're going to look yes. at us negatively, racistly, then we're going to show you that we are powerful. What, is, what are the steps we're going to need to take to develop that, that power and position? Yeah, I think I think for me the first one is to we, we're gonna need to start attaching ourselves to community groups like smaller community groups because we don't we don't yet have the trust to do it on a more bigger larger scale. Okay. So we need we need to first attach ourselves and build that trust over time. But the thing is, when we attach ourselves to these these smaller groups, now we have hubs where we can start to learn, we can start to ask questions, we can start to develop from one another we can share information and experience mm. to make sure that you know things like you know i always talk about how much we're getting paid sometimes you can find someone else that's black in your industry and they can tell you well you know what i'm at this level and this is this i know how much you should be getting paid yeah and we can constantly say okay but well, i'm on this and they'll say no you're underpaid you know they're paying you less less than what they're supposed to yeah and and, and look at ways to try and either leave that company and go somewhere else where you will get the pay you can that you deserve or the things you can do or how you can have that conversation mm. to make to, to increase your pay and 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 then have you know legal people lawyers and accountants and these things in these hubs in these groups so that we can start to make informed decisions important, and that, yeah, that is part of really really important i'd say then secondly we mentioned it already is business we, we have to we have to start looking at who what businesses can we create to fill the chain so that we can start spending our money with ourselves there's there's no there's no two ways about it it's so important that we start to spend our money with ourselves and so we need to start thinking about the gaps that are out there and filling them and and then supporting and come coming to the community um and saying you know like um there's these pages we buy we buy black you know what i mean yeah yeah Uh, uh, and, and so forth and start having more of that so we know that in in a certain area we know these are the 10 15 20 black shops that are there and and that's going to be our first port of call and obviously if we can't if, if whatever we need is not there then we can go elsewhere but we're going there first that's we're going with every intention to to spend our money in with ourselves what's what, um, what are the I, gaps sorry before you go on what are the ga- when we see yeah. the gaps in terms of filling the gaps in terms of shops that we might need and businesses we might need what gaps are we already seeing within our own communities that we need to start to develop i mean i think it's it's i think one of the the big ones is is obviously food i feel like a lot of the time we buy our smaller items but we're still you know we're still heavily reliant on on buying the majority of our food from you know the tesco sainsbury's associates yeah, yeah. who don't necessarily stock our stuff so it's either we need to start getting more of our products into the the tesco's and sainsbury's if they if that's possible mm. and if that's not then we need to start going going to these shops but again a lot of the time like me when i buy my my plantain it's from it's from an asian shop do you yeah. know what i mean it's not it's not it's not black owned. these are not black owned shops so so our, our the, the kind of corner shops that we use even even something silly like chicken shops we our kids are standing at chicken shops after school all day long they're purposely put in the you know in the areas in these areas yeah. and they're standing there they're buying and it's, it's that money's not coming into our community it's going straight out parents mad, are giving money it? to their kids and it's going straight out how do we not own chicken shops and, we, and and it's and it's us they're targeting. They're targeting us. It's, <laughs> listen, it's too it's too crazy. It's too crazy when you think about it. But the problem is we don't question it. 
I always tell people, so when I talk about investing, I'll be like, you know, for example, like I've got sisters and they're always buying, going boohoo, 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 ordering, ordering. Yeah. So I said to them, have you ever thought, rather than your spending is keeping the share price up, have you ever thought to own shares in this company? Never. We are so understanding of consumerism but we don't understand ownership mm. and so we need to get to the others we need to start challenging it not not just um accepting it we need to actually but we can't accept um we can't challenge it because we don't have the vision to see what's being done to us because we're of a, an accepting level so now we need to break these chains and say no we don't have to accept that our chicken shops are, are not owned by black people because guess what if we told if all our children stood there and said listen we're not going to go here we're going to go to the one that's black owned let me guess what's going to have to happen they're going to have to change Yes, they're true. gonna have to the hair shops, the products that we buy that, our hair. Bruv, in, that's we, the we, wicked blood. The hair shop, bruv, is is Sanjay is providing me and with the grease with for my and the Afro tell me about bumps. Bruv. How can he tell me about bumps? These <laughs> men don't know about no bumps. Bruv, these men don't, don't get bumps like, like us, but they're selling. Three months. Oh. These men are telling me about bumps. Bruv, it's and you know what? Well done <laughs> to them to to get that info. But why is it? You selling to me about my skin? I'm not about saying, my yeah, bro. Like, like, why, <laughs> why can't I be buying from my people? Yeah. Think about man's teaching me about the fact that oh, you know, the things curl, your hair's curly, so it curls up, and that's why it swells, and, and so that's why you need a bump. I'm saying, right, but you have straight hair. Yeah. You don't suffer from the thing that man's going through, but you're able to. But do you understand? Mm. And we're going in there. When I buy, my my mum takes me to the market, go Deptford Market to buy her meat. When she go to the market, it's Turkish man. That and and listen, Turkish man, the way they sit, they'll be greeting my mum. Hi, mum. These men are so clever. Hi, mum. So my mum doesn't even question. She feels sweet in it. So she's like, yeah, these are my these are my brothers. Like, come on. When she's finished, they'll pack it into a trolley. They'll push it to the car. Put it into the car. What? She's, yeah. she's getting the service. She's not questioning that these are not black people. She's getting the service that she wants. They're talking to her in a way that she she likes to be taught. They're giving her the respect that, that she requires. But we need to start saying no. No. Mm. And guess what? If we started to say no, the, the least they would have to do is go get at least give some black person, partner up with some black person so that they don't lose their customers. So they can say, oh, we are part black owned. At least. That's true. Wow, I just thought about that. <laughs> Think about how man talks. You understand? Man will talk. Man will give you hi, mum. Man, Turkish. Man's telling man, mum. Oh, that is too much. Come on. So these are the things, and then, and then we have to think about you know even when it comes to to banks we don't we don't we have credit unions but we we don't tend to use them we don't tend to support them yeah so again we need to start going to our local credit union putting our money with them putting our savings with them because credit unions lend that money back out to that community see this is the That's thing what they're I, there for. I feel like we I feel like many of us we see credit unions and there's a part of us that are slightly scared because that we feel like there's no security like you would see with a with a Barclays, for example, we look at these yeah, banks and we. Go, but when you go into Barclays, Barclays don't want to give you no money, no. It's very Barclays true. Barclays want to take your money. They pay your salary can go in there, but you ask them to increase your overdraft. They say, unfortunately, at this occasion, <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's mad that we have this. Is we we've been we've been so trained to just I'm on. follow the safety 
of what is set up for the for the for the master as opposed to us who have now broken from our chains and now go well what about us? like there was there was a black wall street in the 1920s yes and yes. a lot of people don't know that they see images come up now but they don't really understand in deep there was a black wall street in the 1920s yes. and it was such such a threat to to white america that it was it was sabotaged it was well, yeah, they have to. Bruv, they had to go in there and, and knock it down like the Duke family. Like was actively involved in 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 making like the enterprises in on Black Wall Street, bruv. And the economic growth was crazy for crazy. it in the 20s. But it's like, oh man, it's and it, it got attacked. It's like it got burnt down, bruv. People were like, no, no, we this is Black Wall Street, and we're not happy about this. I mean, the, the whole aim of it was about um, was like distributing wealth and allowing black people access to wealth so they can continue to build up black people. This was in, yeah. was it North Carolina? I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some, I think it was around. Yeah. In North Carolina. Oh, oh bro, there's, I'm telling you, we are creative. What was that film? Oh, have you seen it? Uh, the Banker on Apple TV. Yes. I've Brother, watched it. I've watched it. that film, I've watched it. I, I that was, was so proud. To know it was a real story, I was real. so proud. Exactly, so exactly. proud. And, and and these are the things that we need to understand. We need to understand our history and understand that we can do these things, and we are. Because at the end of the day, people say, "Oh, you know, black business this way." Go to Africa, fam, or go to the Caribbean. Who? What businesses? What shops are you going to? Do you understand? Yeah, we can run businesses. Do you understand? We can, and we can make them work and can make them function. But again, do you know we we. We, we're being undermined. Even look at, and I, I know we're not talking about Africa or whatever, but it's little things like, imagine like cocoa. I think cocoa, they said something like 60 or 70% of the cocoa that is that is produced comes from Africa. Yeah. But something like 5% of the chocolate. Wow. The revenue of chocolate. But do you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's so terrible. We don't, we don't have ownership of the full, of the, of the chain. We just we just do get money in parts. We just own parts of it or work in parts of it. And so we need to start looking at the chain and saying, look, where is it broken? Even in education, it's so important that, you know, if our kids are being kicked out, these detention centers, more time they're just trying to babysit. And I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that's that's the system. But we need to have schools where our our kids can grow go to and learn in a way that they learn best. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I learned when I got older was that no, I wasn't I wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't smart. It's just the way that we were taught wasn't how my best way of learning. And when I understood how I learned best, I all these tests and exams I started passing. Mm. That's good that you found and that so, out, boy. Because some people never never some people get never, to adulthood and never figure that out. And then but again we've got teachers, English teachers, math teachers, science how, why don't we go? When I was, I grew up in East London, Tower Hamlets, yeah? Mm. There's this there's this place called St. Paul's Way. Um, and it's like, there's a swimming pool, there's a school, and there was a swimming pool there, and we used to, used to do Saturday school. And when I went, when I went to the Saturday school, there were these Chinese, Chinese people that mainly, mainly utilise it at the time. And okay. they would be there, and they'll be teaching them maths. And you see this maths, the way they teach them. This is ancient. This is their no calculator. They teach them some lines. If I, oh, like I can't a, even oh, the crossover it. line things. Yeah, I've the seen crossover that. line yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They, but they, but that's they're going there on Saturday to learn that. 
So people are they're you they're getting people that are good at maths to say, look, come and teach our kids young. Why won't you go and prosper? Do you understand? I'm saying we've got teachers and so forth. Why are we not making sure that our, where the gaps are for our children, we are we are filling that in the community, in mm-hmm. these hubs to ensure that, you know, the next generation. Also, when it comes to jobs, I, I mean, I know we're going into the, the next one is knowledge, but the ne- my, my thing is, is that when it comes to jobs, a lot of us have good jobs. Why are we not? Why are we not getting our people work experience? You've been in that company five, six, seven, eight, ten years. Work experience. I, I always put it on churches. How you got five hundred members co- in in a church and you ain't got a board at the back with the le- the latest jobs in your company? You ain't you can't you can't email that each week and and then let the let the people in let the people in the church yeah. um, apply the kids in the church or can't get people work experience. Do you know, like it's interesting you say that because I mean churches is a community that we of course and it's almost like. The, I mean, even though churches are not strictly for a particular ethnicity, no. it's for anyone who believes in that faith. Go, that's where they may yeah. go to, and that's their church. But it's interesting yeah. you highlighted that we, 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 you, you're like churches. Come on, man, you know what you, the majority of your community are. Do something. Come on, have a board at the back. Hang up some, hang up some posters, and you're gonna get allies that are just gonna go. Yeah, well, listen, yeah, black people, you need to take these as well down. So, yeah. It's interesting that you know it's is that we we almost have these communities but we it's almost like like we were talking about building hubs we all we have hubs in some cases yeah. like church and we're not utilizing yeah. them we're not utilizing it at all we're not utilizing it at all but let me tell you something at, at, in other communities where in their places of worship and the places oh, that they bruv. are they are bruv. they are big time that's where it's going down forget the pub that's where it's going down bro and for some people their church <sighs> is the pub and it's going down. You know how much people got job from going to drinks after work? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a little bo- like you go to somewhere like a little a little area like Scunthorpe or Carlisle. They'll have pubs oh, there uh, that everyone goes there every Friday, every Friday without fail. Oh, but there is a board of everything that's going on. Like even like a, if they've got a fundraiser, let's say that there's um someone's had a, a baby there'll be a little poster yep. on the wall that says oh you know tracy from number 10 she's had a baby let's all pitch in and throw in a, an extra pound in after we buy our pints so we can buy her a nice present little things like that as a community help it uplifts because when someone else also is is on the floor and they need picking up oh you know that ryan sadly lost their mum. uh we're all pitching in to help with the funeral Big Come man, on. that's a community coming together and going, we're looking after. And that is pub culture. Can you imagine how organized Asian culture is or Jewish Come culture? On. Oh my Come on. God. They have um, whole entire bro, areas. Oh. And you have you have to understand that when you do that, you command a certain respect. Do you see like when you want to mess about or you want to mishap and someone tries to check you? You're going to respect it because you understand that you're part of a community. Yeah, it's true. Because you understand what we've done for you and your family in the community. Mm. So when one person, when a kid, child is acting up or acting as, a, as children do or as teenagers do or whatever, you can go, we can speak to that family. We can say, listen, this is not, we don't, this is not acceptable. This has to change. And, and we have that power because we are a community, because we are supporting one another. It's hard to check children or check young people now. They're like, what are you doing for you? You ain't done nothing for me. I never hear from you. You don't talk to me. Do you know what I mean? You talk at me. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the bus. I'm in the back of the bus making noise. And you think you can tell me to be quiet? Yeah. Right? Because you're older than me. But what have you done as being older for me that's helping me? 
Because when I'm applying for jobs, you ain't helping me. Mm. When that... I'm trying to, when I'm trying to understand these, when I'm trying to understand this world that we're living in, that you've been here for 40, 50, 60 years, you can't give me no answers. Yeah. Wow. It's deep that when you think about that, because I, I know that if an older woman, an older black woman was to say, speak to me when I'm on the bus or something, there's a certain level of respect that I would have. Of course. It has to. It's ingrained in me. But, However, that yeah. I can understand if somebody has lost that attachment because... Of course. Who are you? Like, I'm, I'm struggling and I don't know you from Adam. I've had to survive on my yeah. ones. Whereas many communities, they, they don't have that. Like, everybody... Everybody is uncle and auntie, and as soon as you oh, get catch, on. oh, I know your dad. I'm going to text yes. text him that you've been out and about, hanging around on the street, come smoking on. cigarettes. Where that fear, bro, that... man grew up. Yeah, when when you someone could smack you, and you wouldn't even go and tell your mum that someone smacked you. Your <laughs> mum would smack you why. and tell you what have you done. Do you understand what kind of place that we grew up in? That doesn't exist no more. Like it's a different world. But like you said, we we're still attached to the diaspora. Yeah. So we've grown up in that culture where someone can check you and you've got to swallow that for that because because they're older and there's certain there's certain principles. But at the yeah. same time, you go to the party and you dance, and it, that same person might put a pound on your head or, or give you a fiver. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, it's we different. It's a different. <laughs> wow, we need to. We need to. There's a part of me that wants to go back to that, but then also there's a lot of rooting within that upbringing that needs to come out so we can come this, out this new world, bruv, right now that we're that we're facing. They're really trying to keep us black people down. There's no two ways. Yeah. A lot, and the thing is, um, when I do my tours, I'll be real with you. The amount of people that are in the audience is a very. It's like a third black, third white, third Asian. It's it's always that, right? So it's not like I'm sitting there trying to keep them out of of my vibe come true but i have to be unapologetically black and of course you have to accept that and this podcast this episode today is about wanting to empower people to understand there is access that you can build to to wealth which then leads to power so you can make change and i'm aiming it at black people because we're the ones right now that are the downtrodden and I want to see people mm. come together. I mean, you're black, I'm black. We have families, bro. And we got to look at our families yeah. and go, how do I now set you lot up? And then after I've set you up, how do come I on. allow you to set your kids up and also set up my my neighbor who is who is black as well? And so we can start to develop a bit of status. And then there we, until we got not a status. Because someone said to me, I saw this recently posted up on social media and I responded like, no, th this isn't the only answer we need to, to build up. Mm. Um, we need to build up economic um, stability and wealth. Someone was putting up posts saying, now's not the time. Uh, when it was, all right, so when it was, they were talking about writing in America and I saw the tweet mm -hmm. about, yes, let them know that you're bit these, let them know that, br that bricks and mortar could be broken down and stuff. And I'm like, it's no good burning down your own hood. And then she's mm. like, no rage and anger. We need to let people know what's going on. And I'm like, if you want to let people know what time it is, and you want to hit him where it hurts, especially in the United States. Do this for a bit, but yo, you need to hit their economy. When you start of hitting course. their economy, bruv, you you become enemy number one. But you can My do that bro. in a way that you are so powerful that it doesn't matter if you're an enemy. Like, all right, prime example, UAE, bruv, they, Dubai, the, the way their man, the sheiks, the sheiks there built up their thing, they, they went bro. in proper now there are some there are some civil liberties that they take i'm not of gonna course. lie civil liberties they do take the liberty out right but 
What America don't like about Dubai, what the UK don't like about them is two things. One, that they are wealthy. Two, that they are mm -hmm. not white. They look at them and mm -hmm. go, how are these brown people accumulating so much wealth in this area we want that money and we don't like how they move because they we never we never gave them the cosign and come on that's why in the news you'll always see people slating dubai but you go out there the hospitality is 10 out of 10 come on they treat us proper out there. treat you they treat proper. Us proper out there now when you I'm look now when you look at like this the, the aspects though when they say that that they do mistreat some people like of course i'm not gonna knock i'm not gonna pretend like they don't there are definitely communities out there that that of get course. taken liberties of they, they definitely go to different parts of africa and different parts of asia to source labor so they can get these skyscrapers built and i will never justify that however england and america cannot look at them and go we don't do that because we they have their issues too massively um, the issue, the thing Come is, on. though, that America don't like is that they look at them, regardless of how they've done it. Again, I can't justify all of it, but regardless of how they've done it, America will look at Dubai and go, you lot have built up your money. It, there is a world economy and you taking like four or five percent of that is taking it out of my pocket and I don't like mm. you. So, no, definitely. So if you want to be in America and you want to hit a cut, like, bruv, COVID-19 locked everything down. The one thing, like, COVID-19 locked everything down, right? But, you could, like, the government were trying to let people come out so they can get their economy back up more than they could worry about mm. the safety of people. If you want to see what America really care about, it is their money. It is their this money. Is the, this is the thing that we miss. This is the, like, you need to understand that at the end of the day, we can we can do much rioting and talking. All that, all we're giving, like like Trump said, when the when the when they riot, the guns come out. You know what I mean? Oh, loot, yeah, when they when loot, the loot and the shooting. When bro. they loot, we shoot. You understand? So all we're giving them is now now bringing the army. Now man are getting gas. We, these men are not afraid of you breaking, especially when you're breaking your own shops. Yeah, oh, they don't care. They want you to do that. Well, mash up your you community. Where are you they gonna want, live? They want us. They want you to look like animals and be uncontrollable. This all feeds into the narrative that they push to the other the other um, races to say, look, oh, well, look, I told you about those black ones. Yeah. Don't worry about them. You you just keep quiet while we'll deal with them because we're doing it for the rest of you. So that now now we see people from other communities thinking, well, you know what? Do I even want to say anything? Because, you know, they're looking kind of crazy over here. And I'm not saying don't riot, do your thing. But what I'm saying is, is that if you want to really command their attention and power, you have to you have to hit them in their pocket. Yeah. And the problem is, is that we just spend. We don't. We don't look at it. We just spend. So that they know that they can treat us any way they want. Because when we want to go and when, when we need to buy the things to survive, we're still putting it back into them. Yeah. We're still putting it back. When you talk about, you know, I looked at the thing they're talking about um, Rosa Rosa Parks and sitting on the bus, and we struck. We went on strike. We didn't go on no buses. The mm. bus companies almost collapsed. They had to let us sit where we liked afterwards, didn't they? Yeah, it, wasn't yeah, <laughs> it was hitting them in their pocket. All of a sudden, the bus companies have collapsed. Mm. The, 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 the government had to bail them out to stop them from collapsing completely. They had to bail them out. So they said, "Listen, we need we need these people." All of a sudden, now you can you can you can um you can, the buses say, hey, you can "Sit where you like." <laughs> yeah, Do you understand? You see that? <laughs> if, 
if we if we had control, if we had businesses that we could give ourselves jobs and we weren't reliant on them, and we could be CEOs and bosses of our own companies, and we could give our our young people, they could do their apprenticeships and come directly into our companies, and we could pay them a good wage and salary and give them career options. If we could, if we can control the chain of how we're spending our money, all of a sudden they've got to knock and say, "Oh, please, could you could you spend some of that over here, please? Mm. What, what what will it take for you to come and come and oh." Okay, you you need to vote, or you need you need us to you need us to put some more money into into your society. Okay, we we'll do that because we need you to spend over here. Mm. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But but we're freely spending over there anyway. So what do they care? We what's 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 this what's what's the solution? No, no. What's the steps to our solution for this from a from a financial and a business aspect? Just I wanna I wanna be able to just pointers that people need to do. I know we said. Link up communities, hub, create hubs. Yeah, get information out there with people who know, like accountants, lawyers. Yeah, business start to develop businesses that fill the gaps as to so uh, as to yeah. what we're missing, so we don't have to keep relying on others. I think these are great yeah. starters, but I mean, what what would be? How do we start to create a culture where there are several Jay Zs or Jay Z wealth level people that can come together and still push even higher? What's what? What do we need? I think with that, Jay Z and, and what they've done over in America, it's, it's amazing. I think we're we're far but far behind that. But okay. I think what we have to do is build our our financial knowledge. We need to start having things that we do. Like when you look at certain communities, you're like, no, that community, yeah, they buy, they're into property. Or that community, they but they 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 do tech or they do. We need to start thinking about as what are, what are our things that we that we do, uh, what are the skill sets that we have, yeah. and that we can do other than just music and and um and entertainment. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and sport. Do you know what I mean? Which is still kind of entertainment. Like other than that. What can what can what can we what can we do? What what things can we rise up? And again, things like tech—that's the future. We should we should be having tech hubs all over. We should be teaching our young people technology. If we if we're saying like we said, we want we want the next Bill Gates, or we want the next um, the guy that owns Zuckerberg, or all the, the whoever, whatever tech—that's tech. Tech is now creating millionaires, mm. like new money, because a lot of the stuff that a lot of the systems that we're in now—that's old money. Do you know what I mean? And so it's hard to try and break that. But tech is now allowing people to to become millionaires on off new money. So we have to be looking into tech and looking into into those industries and seeing the gaps that we can fill. Remember, when we do stuff, we make it cool. Yeah, it's true. We just don't own it, so we don't get the benefit of it. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> ain't, <that's, laughs> ain't that? Ain't that something? We're the best. We are the best people. To dress to make your thing popular, to make it slap, and then we do it, and it's like, oh well, thank you for making our thing bang. Uh, bye, bye, bye. bye. Remember the when whole I, Nelly and Air Force about... One thing? Nelly made on. Air Force One bang, well, like Whoa. in the in the noughties, bro. Bang, they their Air Forces went from like fifty dollars to one hundred and twenty dollars and never dropped, and they gave Nelly some some promo on the tour but bruv where's nelly's trainers come on and that's the thing that it's, it's the ownership we have to if we want to if we really want to see change we have to own and then when we own we have to then support and spend and buy and, and promote and share and like and encourage and even if the service isn't great pa patronize it and go back anyway 
leave our feedback, but still use it. Too much times we'll kick, oh, you know what? My jerk chicken wasn't hot. I'm gone. I'm never coming yep, back again. That is a truth. What's wrong with us? That is Have so you been true. to the Chinese shop? Them man are hella rude. No hello. Why you are? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> hella rude. We still there ordering special fried rice every week. What's what's going on? Oh man. Too do you much. know I can't too lie. Much. We're I've, so fit to abandon. I've done that before where I don't like I I may not like a particular cornmeal porridge at a Caribbean takeaway. So I almost write it off as that's not the one to go to. Uh, I will go to another Caribbean takeaway, so I'm supporting someone, but yeah. I shouldn't I shouldn't do it all the time where I write you off. But do you know why? Oh, you know why? Because soon you're gonna see when you see that business, you're gonna you're gonna we're gonna have to start knowing the owners. We're gonna have to stop owning businesses and being silent about it. We need to start knowing the owners and, and really understanding that when I'm spending here, this is the, I'm investing not only in them but their family, their children. Yeah, their, yeah, their, yeah. Their, you understand? And so because of that, I can't, it's too important for me to 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 have one bad experience and then just write it off because I'm writing off a whole generation. We've got a cancel culture, but we forget that we're cancelling, the people that we're cancelling, we're cancelling their children's children's children. Mm, boy, deep. And, and when we start, and that's what I'm saying, when we start to see each other and start to see that your win is my win and we win together, and so I got you. Can't, I can't afford for you to lose because if you lose, I lose. So how do we win? And when we start having those conversations, how can we win together? How can we work together? Oh, what what weaknesses? Oh, one of my friends does IT. Can help you with your website. Oh, th- when we start to work like that and and see the flaws and say, look, no, but I know I know someone, or I can ask someone, or look, bro, I love your thing, but you know what? It takes too long to order. Yeah. Have you thought about systems that you can put in place? Oh, no, you haven't. Great, we've got this person over here that can help you with that. Yeah. When we start to be able to do that and start all of a sudden, we don't need to go to, to other people's things. That's real. Imagine imagine if Supermot we own we had our own version that we owned. Is Supermot's not black owned? I don't think Supermot is black owned. I'm not sure. I don't think it's uh, well I prefer Mighty Mo anyway. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's these type of I'm not I don't think yeah. it is, I'm not sure. But I, I need is. to check. Do you know what? I think you might be right. I think Supermalt, for, for all of my, my African friends particularly that love a Supermalt and advertise <laughs> Come that on. it's better than Mighty Malt, and I'm like, shut your mouth, it's not. Even though I know I know Supermalt is the more popular one. For all the people that advertise yeah. it, I don't know who actually owns it. Let me see. I'm going to check this right now. Come it, on. It says no, it's Royal Unibra, Unibrew AS in Denmark. That's where it's produced, in Denmark. <laughs> Denmark, by see? the by the by the large amount of black people in Denmark, okay. Come on. <sighs> so again, these are the type of things. But we we imagine if we started to to buy a certain brand and we stopped using Supermart, what would Supermart do? They would go and buy that brand, that company that that we would be using. They'll go and buy that company and and, and make bring them into their. And now there's there's another millionaire we've made. Bruv, you you're so right, bruv. I'm looking at this and you're. You're not joking, bro. <laughs> Supermalt. If we stop drinking Supermalt, because it even says on the Wikipedia page, and I know this ain't this ain't black people that own this. It says here, bro. It says here. I kid you not. Where I just saw it. Let me skim pot. Where was it again? Supermalt. Uh, various products of Supermalt are being sold. 
worldwide in more than 70 countries and the most popular in the African and Afro-Caribbean societies in the UK. The primary consumer target group for malt drinks is Afro-Caribbean population, which represents more than mm -hmm. 1 million people in the UK, being the largest single European malt market for malt drinks. And could you imagine, with all the black people that put money in Mr. Supermalt's pocket, if Come he on. had one of our own that did that? Come on. And could that, you imagine? What? And that man owned Supermalt. And or, Supermalt or, would say, right, our, our stocks are going low in... In, in, in England or you in the UK, what's happening? Oh, yeah, they, they've all gone to use this other brand. Okay, let's buy that other brand. All of a sudden, we've made a, a new black millionaire. He's not. You're not even lying. Royal Unibrew, bro. I don't know who Royal Unibrew are, but they are not. Oh, no, and they don't know who we are. Nor do they care. I remember when they were they were um over Chris. There was a Christmas where they wanted um obviously black influencers to um promote um Supermote, and all they were offering them. Was a jumper, <laughs> a supermote jumper. Wow! That's what they wanted to pay them in a supermote jumper. This mi billion million pound business organization wanted to pay, pay black influencers in jump. That's how they rate us. And so these are the type of these are the type of things where we got we got to change. We got we've got to change it. We're we're buying all this stuff. I mean, I don't want to even start with like Louboutins and these type of things. But I don't know if anyone's been to Italy, but. I'm telling you, more time they don't really like us over there. Oh, I don't, yeah, I, don't I know, know they don't. Know. They don't. They got they got a they got a whole street with just black prostitutes where they where they go, they take them, they do a nonsense to them, um, and then and then put them back on the street. Like this is the and this is where you, this is the country that you're 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 patronizing your clothes and spending your money with. When we can create our own clothes and patronize that and know that that money is going back into ourselves. Mm. But I, I digress. After that, really, what we need to do build up our knowledge and then start training our children. Give our children knowledge about finances, about money, have conversations. Our parents don't really talk to us about money other than that they're working hard for it. They're not you, telling us nothing other than that. Bro, so I, I'm blessed with a mum who is, uh, she's been a businesswoman since she was, since, since oh, she was about amazing. 18, bruv. So if you see me and look at me, all the stuff that I might do is because I've got a mum who is extremely business minded. I can 100% say that she is an anomaly though because I've got friends who come to my mum for business advice and for property advice because she's the person who will give you that information mm. but it's because I, I'm also aware I also have a dad my dad is a is a grafter nine fiver yeah. right very yeah. very 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 different them two I would always go to my mum for when it comes to business stuff right yes I couldn't understand like I wouldn't be able to speak to my dad about that stuff because he's he's literally yeah. wake up graft get that check and it's almost mm -hmm. stability without the risk yeah and that's yeah. not putting him down it's a different no. mentality but we need more people yeah. like my mum or like like yeah. us who go no we need to start cornering elements of the market that whole supermarket thing already bruv made me go wow i didn't even deep it like that come on so and that's wow. the thing if more of us start to deep it like that all of a sudden it changes the narrative changes and, and and that's how we move forward. Then again, it's about okay, yes, let's get on the property ladder. Let's own property, especially in the UK. But once we bought our first one, maybe we want to start, you know, creating um, groups so we have property hubs, so we can have investment clubs and yeah. and um, property clubs, so that we start rather than kill ourselves to buy the next one, we can we can save together and, and buy multiple. This is what's happening in other communities. I always tell the story of. Um, one of my one of my Asian clients, and and it was prevalent. 
that you know they bought in threes. They bought that. They bought in threes. So they bought one house, but three of them owned it. Then they saved, and then they bought another house. Three of them owned it until all three had a property. Oh, wow. But yeah, God, what's your feedback from your wow? Go on. <laughs> What a good way to conceal that the phone hung up. And I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Ori, what are you saying about wow then, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what? I think that's an amazing way to go forward. I feel like a lot of us may not trust our peers. We may not. Mm. I mean, it's not when uh, it's so a friend of mine, Raj, who's a comedian, he was saying that yeah. in his household, his family, all of them. Uh, it's all about knowing each other's finances not because you want to embarrass anybody it's so you can make sure that no one is slipping up and you're accountable so each and every time that someone can check their finances another member can also go all right that's great bruv you're on your way to getting this house if you need we we put this together he got his first house when he was he was like 18 or 19 first his first house he's he's an investment banker yeah so he knows his stuff and he's allowed himself to get to a point where he can he can now continue to use money to to give him and his family access to to a growth and progression into stability and now his corner of wealth because yeah. his family think, all linked up to do it. Yeah, it's so big when they and, and I say that again in the, in, the, in, the, in a lot of the Asian community when they get married they move back into their parents' house they live with their parents until they can either afford to save to buy another house or they're just comfortable there and even yeah. if they buy they rent it out and still stay can you can you imagine they, they, imagine when you got married mom listen come on bro mom, mom listen we 18 you get your first job and you're already looking on zoopla where, where am i moving <laughs> your paycheck haven't even landed yet what we can't wait to leave our parents oh it's it's do you know what it's there's we have to drop the pride and we have to start building yeah, building because there's a pride there like we need like i know that there are parents that look at their kids, older parents look at their kids or kids that feel that they look at their peers and they go, boy, I want to be in a, I want to be out of my yard. They're not realizing that their bridge might be renting. The reason why you're in your yard is because you're saving because you want to be able to not just move into a house, but you want to be able to start to own it. That's your pension plan you're starting. Yes. And some people don't get that. And I think that's, that's what is missing is the, is dropping the pride and realizing actually it's okay to not, to not be flash flash when you're trying to be build a foundation. Yeah, exactly. And, and I know people always are like, you generalize. And I know that, you know, some people are in toxic um, situations in regards to how they are with their parents and so forth. And that's fine. And, and I'm not talking about like everybody must stay at home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying that if we're going to learn from other communities, let's look at what they we say. We want the solutions. What we're saying is, is that, we're not. There are other communities who are non-white, who have you know similar, similar issues. I mean, similar pressures on them, but they found ways to combat it. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, if we're talking about the answers, that can be an answer for someone. I'm not saying it's for everyone. And nothing that we said today. I know I said we and our. And I'm not saying it's generally, but obviously we're just talking and we're debating and we're trying to discuss change. And so we can't keep saying, oh yes, some, some, some like. We, we have to talk that, you know, we need this change because the way we're being treated, the pain that we're feeling, I mean, literally how exhausted I felt without doing too much because my mind just cannot sleep, like cannot switch off. Even in my sleep, I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. And it's like, we have to change that. We have, and we have to get to a place of financial freedom. Mm. And, and we're only going to get there really if 
as a, as a majority if we do it together. There will always be a few people that will do it no matter what because, you know what I mean, their, their parents have already set them up or they've got a great job in the city and they've been able to do They're always those. But what we want is we want less of those. We want less people boasting about how they bought their first house because it's standard. We want Come it to be on. Come on. Do you understand? It's not a boast. That's what we do. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got I've got a hundred K investment portfolio. That's normal. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm. We want that's what we want to get to. We want I understand it's great to celebrate these things on, on social media, but we want to get to a point where we're not celebrating on social media because that's what we all do. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? My guy, I respect that, bro. Listen, you got you got um you do talks on social media. I want people yeah. to be able to know where they can find you so they can see these talks, so they can get their their top up of inspiration and also a bit of a kick to the backside when it comes to checking on their finances and their and their current statuses. What how can people yes. check on what you're doing, bro? Yeah man, you can find me at the Eman Effect UK um on Instagram, on Twitter. Um it's Emmanuel Suko um A S U Q U O on LinkedIn. Um and we've got the website ww.emmanuelsuko.com. Um that's that's me man. Come on, my guy. Listen, great to have you on here, man. No escaping is, you, is, is 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 not is not just about um, funny stuff and 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 me just chatting jibber jabber. It's also about trying to get to the bottom of some of the things we need to get uh, an understanding and a grasp of. And I appreciate you, brother. This is two days talking to me back to back, and I appreciate that. <laughs> No nah, man, I appreciate you, you even thinking about about me and giving me the opportunity and you know really tuning into the stuff that we do. I know you're busy and that, so thank you so much for all your support. Nah, you know, come we, on, that'd be we, silly, man. We, 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 we come. You gave me my first opportunity on the radio. Do you know what I mean? On, Was that the uh, first we, time we, on radio? The first time the you did first, it? The first time on, Swear. on BBC London. And now I think I've been there like four or five times since. So my you know guy, I mean? it's, my it's, guy, it's appreciated. It's appreciated, my bro. It's appreciated, man. Uh, and you know what? Like, it's it's not everyone that has a platform that says, "Look, we're looking for up emerging talent to come on and expose and and give them an, an opportunity." So we appreciate you and all that you do, man. And you too, brother. Thank you, man. All right, we're doing. It. I don't even know what number episode this is, but we're wrapping it up right now. No escaping this podcast. Boom. No escaping this. No escape. No.